0: Visit WonderfulPistachios.com to learn more. That's WonderfulPistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 1986. My Fitness Aha Moment How I Made Lasting, Permanent Change by Leah Genders of dot And I'm your host and narrator, Dr. Neil Malik. Hey there, happy middle of the week Wednesday, and welcome back to Optimal Health Daily, where I simply read to you from the best health and fitness blogs for free. I cover fitness nutrition, stress management, weight management, and lots more. Kind of like an audiobook, but from a bunch of different authors, and always with permission from the sites. Now today is Wednesday, and like I do every Wednesday, I like to share a little bit of inspiration with you. And today's quote actually has a lot to do with what we were talking about on yesterday's episode. That was episode 1985. And so with that, here we go. Quote, eating food isn't a reward, it's a punishment. Drew Carey. All right, and with that, let's get right to today's post and start optimizing your life. My fitness aha moment, how I made lasting permanent change by Leah Genders of leahgendersfitness.com. When did you have your fitness aha moment? You know, the time you realized that fitness was going to be an integral part of your life. For me, I went through stages. I spend a lot of time on this blog dishing out fitness and nutrition advice, and I thought it would be helpful if I shared a little bit about where I came from and how I got to where I am today. I'm not perfect. I miss workouts and eat unhealthy food sometimes just like every other human on this earth. I do my best to make the best choices possible considering what's reasonably available. I mess up all the time, but I also make great choices all the time. For me and my journey, It was all about learning balance. I think it first started when I went to the doctor's office for flu symptoms. So I was already feeling like when the nurse asked me to step on the scale before I went in to see the doctor. I stripped off my jacket, kicked off my shoes because, you know, every quarter pound matters. I hadn't stepped on a scale in a long time. I knew I weighed more than I would like. I knew my pants were tight. I knew I was overweight. I just didn't know the number. When that number flashed back at me, it was a reality check I wasn't emotionally prepared for. I came in for some flu treatment, but sat there on the doctor's table with tears rolling down my face. The doctor was unsympathetic. He sternly told me I could take control if I would eat better. He didn't tell me what better meant. He didn't even ask me what I was currently eating. He recommended that I go on an elimination diet, but I didn't know what that meant. I thought it meant cutting out carbs. He asked if I exercised, and when I told him I was a runner on and off, mostly off at that point, he said, well, exercise doesn't help much with weight loss anyway. Now, I was pissed and sad. How the hell did I get here? I stopped at the grocery store on my way back to work after my office visit and picked up some cottage cheese and blueberries for lunch, because that sounds satisfying and filling. It was the first time that it hit me that I really needed to make some changes. I remember thinking, do I just have to accept that I'm a fat person now? It wasn't always this way, I was thin. It was the combination of poor nutrition, approaching my 30s, and a switch from a retail management job to a sedentary desk job. It all caught up with me. Not in a day, probably not in a year, but it slowly crept up over time and I realized I had a problem. For a moment, I thought I had to accept my new reality but I knew I could do better. I was ready to make some changes. I wasn't ready to give up, but I had some learning to do. That was how it started, but it didn't end there. It wasn't easy. I didn't magically lose all the weight and become happier. I made a lot of mistakes. I started over a lot. I lost weight and gained it back more times than I care to recount. I followed stupid fad diets. I exercised too much. I got obsessed with the scale. I'd eat too little and run too much for as long as my willpower would allow, sometimes up to a year. I'd try to live on cottage cheese and skinless chicken breast. Then life would happen. I would get sick or go on vacation or deal with a stressful event, and it would all fall apart. Then I would get overwhelmed. I drank too much wine. I ate too much. I wasted a lot of time, think years, in an all-or-nothing mindset. I was either on my diet or off. I was either running or I wasn't. My weight reflected that inconsistency. But those first 40 pounds I gained and my learning experiences around yo-yo dieting over the better part of a decade was one of the best things that ever happened to me. I had to make those mistakes in order to learn. If I had been able to maintain a low weight with my unhealthy behaviors, I never would have had the motivation to make real and lasting changes that not only affected my weight, but my health and wellness. If I had never gained the weight, I never would have gotten healthy. I learned that I love exercise. It makes me a better person. I love nutrition. I love feeding myself well and how that makes me feel. All of these experiences, all of these mistakes, they led me to becoming a fitness blogger, then a personal trainer, then a running coach, and a nutrition coach so I can help other people get on the fast track to making better decisions, to cut through the BS, and make lasting, sustainable changes. I help people so they don't have to waste time making the same mistakes that I did. Today, fitness and health are my passions. I couldn't imagine life without this blog and my training. They are my creative outlets, my saving grace. The most important lesson that I learned in all of this is that it is not about perfection. It is about making the best choice possible of what's reasonably available to me. It's not all or nothing, it's a little of everything. It's learning to find the balance of what is enjoyable, healthy, and sustainable for life. It's about building healthy habits. When I stopped trying to be perfect and decided I would do the best I could, everything changed. Can you relate? You just listened to the post titled, My Fitness Aha Moment, How I Made Lasting Permanent Change Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. To answer the question Leah posed at the very end of their article, yes, I can absolutely relate. My aha moment happened gradually too. Even after I was diagnosed with a chronic disease, I didn't immediately change my habits. It took plenty of time. I dabbled in exercise. I dabbled in cooking my own foods at home. But I didn't really fully make the commitment until sometime later. I'm actually trying to think of when the exact moment happened. It may have been about 20 years ago. I had already been diagnosed with my chronic disease by then. I still hadn't made the full switch to the lifestyle I follow now. So... My family and I were looking at pictures of all of us on a recent vacation. There was a picture that someone took of me from about 20 feet away. I had my shirt off and was wearing my swim shorts. I was about ready to jump into the pool. Someone said, oh, that's a great picture of your brother-in-law. What's so bad about that, you ask? Well, my brother-in-law is about 15 years older than I am. So looking back, I'm pretty sure that was the moment that I realized I needed to change my ways. If it wasn't, it sure felt like it. All right, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for listening every day. I hope you're having a great week and I'll see you back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.